And we begin tonight with the heartbreaking concert tragedy in Houston and the desperate hunt for answers. Authorities launching a criminal investigation to find out what went wrong at the Astro World Music Festival. An estimated 50,000 people at the sold out event, the crowd pushing forward during the performance by rapper Travis Scott. One survivor describing how he was pushed off his feet by the crush of people. Eight victims now confirmed to have died. The youngest was only 14, the oldest 27. Dozens of others were rushed to the hospital. It just felt like we was like literally like in fucking hell, bro. Like it felt like we was in a concert in hell. You couldn't breathe, you couldn't see. Like just imagine all the people they gonna find tonight who was in that crowd, who nobody could see, who nobody could hear, who passed out and everybody was just trumpling on top of them the whole fucking concert, like. We were literally in hell. Like, I felt like we were in hell. Nobody could breathe. We were all suffocating. Everybody around me was suffocating. We were standing on our tiptoes, and all you see is <gasps> everyone around you, chins up, <gasps> gasping for air, and that's all you see around you. There was no room for mosh pits. There was no room to breathe. We couldn't even breathe. We didn't even have enough room. Like, I'm sore. Like. Like, this hurts to take a deep breath today. Like, we couldn't even breathe. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Plain Sight Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob. Um, today, we're going to be getting into the Travis Scott Astro World Festival tragedy. Um, and I thought that this would be an appropriate first episode because, well, first, it's relevant. It's kind of like a breaking news type of situation. There's been... A lot of updates since it happened and I've actually recorded this a couple times but things keep changing and there's like different details that I'm wanting to talk about and get into um, and I want to be detailed about it and I don't want to make light of the tragedy either so um, you know I have to be careful about how I go about this I don't want to um, offend anybody or make it seem like I'm not taking this seriously or like, I mean, it it was a tragedy what happened and um, I feel horrible for all the people that were involved and, you know, it sucks because it's the type of thing that you go to wanting to have a good time and um, to go and see your favorite artist and meet people and all that sort of thing. It's like a music festival, so... um, You just don't expect something like that to happen. But um, we're going to talk about quite a few things. Um, Now, I'll just give a preface, I guess, like what is this podcast even going to be about? Um, Besides, you know, what we're talking about today. um, I mean, it's kind of involves, you know, things that, um, I mean, the the podcast is called Plain Sight, so... We're going to be talking a lot about these ideas of um, things within our entertainment and our media, um, music, movies, all sorts of things. Um, Things that are hidden in plain sight that have to do with the occult, mostly. And um, if you're not familiar with the occult, we're going to delve much deeper into that sort of thing later on. on a different podcast, but just know that that's kind of where we're at or where I'm at with my, um, kind of headspace and the things I want to talk about. Um, and believe it or not, there are things surrounding this Travis Scott, um, Astro World Festival that I think are worth talking about. 
in regards to um, just weird um, occult concepts, I guess. Uh, but I don't want to start with the weird stuff, you know. I'd kind of like to start with just kind of talking about the event itself and, you know, things leading up to the tragedy. And, you know, there were a lot of red flags before the show even happened, you know. Um, Travis Scott kind of has a reputation for putting on chaotic uh ill-mannered live shows, I guess. Um, I guess he's been arrested a couple times for, you know, uh, getting the crowd all riled up, some civil disobedience type thing. Um, I don't know exactly what he was charged with, but I believe it. And um, I think there's a story going around about how he encouraged some young guy or some fan to jump from a balcony and he ended up paralyzing himself i don't know how true that is but again it wouldn't surprise me if it was true um and i've got a lot of links here pulled up on my computer now the World event was first of all there were fifty thousand people there and that's a lot of people and i was also reading that like you know, people were sneaking in, right? And it was over capacity, which is not good, you know, in terms of crowd surge and, you know, what happened, the tragedy that happened. Um, and on Travis Scott's Instagram here, on one of his posts, he even says, um, P.S., show is sold out, but I finessed a bit more for y'all. Let's the Ragers fucking commence. Uh, so he even admits on his Instagram that he he finessed whatever the fuck that means uh, a bit more, even though the show was sold out. So and they said the people were sneaking in, and so you know the show was obviously over capacity. There were too many people there. Um, you know all kind of barricaded in it looked like uh the footage um i've mostly been watching the footage on youtube a lot of it you know comes from tiktok i'm I'm not really on tiktok but you know on youtube you can watch a lot of the footage and it's very scary to watch um i don't know i mean i already don't like crowds and i get claustrophobic like very easily so i just can't even imagine being in that crowd and then on top of that, you know, being crushed by the weight of, you know, 50,000 plus people sounds fucking miserable. And, uh, you know, in a lot of the video, you can just hear people screaming bloody murder, basically screaming for help. And um, it's very, it's very eerie and, and scary and you know, it's sad to think, you know, these people were kind of like suffocating and dying while having to listen to, you know, Travis Scott and all this kind of creepy trap music. Um, it sucks. It's just a really shitty situation, the whole thing. Now, um, there's some details that I want to talk about here. 
um, in regards to the Houston Police Department. Um, this is a big thing for me. I mean, it seems kind of irresponsible to be having this festival in the first place, considering that it's 2021. Um, COVID is still going on. It's not over. I mean, regardless of where you fall on the COVID issue, um, I mean, it's still out there. It's still going on. And, you know, I, I, I heard some testimony from people that were there saying that the COVID, uh, checking that was there, that it was a joke and they weren't actually like checking people's vaccination cards the way that they should have been. Anyone could have really gotten in with a fake card, um, and this is a statement here from the police chief of the Houston Police Department. And he said, I met with Travis Scott and his head of security for a few moments last Friday prior to the main event. I expressed my concerns regarding public safety and that in my 31 years of law enforcement experience, I have never seen a time with more challenges facing citizens of all ages to include a global, global pandemic and social tension throughout the nation. I asked Travis Scott and his team to work with HPD for all events over the weekend and to be mindful of his team's social media messaging on any unscheduled events. The meeting was brief and respectful and a chance for me to share my public safety concerns as chief of police. As I have previously stated, our criminal investigation continues. We are asking for everyone to be considerate of the grieving families during this incredibly difficult time. Please continue to lift them up in prayer. Now... Right there, um, I feel like the police chief is making a pretty good point. I mean, he says that, you know, he mentions the pandemic and, all, you know, all the social tension politically, I'm sure, is what he means. Um, it's just, especially in America, I mean, I guess the whole world is going through it, but especially in America, things just feel weird you know they feel kind of weird and uncertain and um you know it's it's interesting that you know they would go through to have this astro world event and this astro world event is kind of been marketed as an escape from reality you know it's it's like a whole nother world right like it's called astro world and um you know, you go, if you haven't seen the entrance or um, the cover of Travis Scott's um, Astroworld album, there's, you know, a big, his head is very enlarged in this, like, big entrance way, you know, and you go through it, and it's like you're entering his mouth into into this other world, Astroworld, um, and we're going to talk more about that symbolism a little bit later um going into the mouth but like i said i kind of wanted to start with just breaking down just the basic stuff right i mean there were already signs that this wasn't going to go well um even early in the day i mean if you i'm sure if you've seen watch the news you know uh, there was video earlier in the day of people just like running through the barricades and, um, you know, there were like 
police or security on horses and it was a very chaotic looking scene you know from the very get-go of the day and i guess shit just ended up hitting the fan you know towards the end of the night really and it's not surprising it's really not that surprising it's it's unfortunate but um you know when you pack a place full of you know 50,000 ragers right these people are Travis Scott fans so they're there to fucking rage and mosh and have a good time and you know go crazy I guess but um I think all that just chaotic energy just led to uh you know this going down the way that it did um there's so many different articles going on um I have have a lot pulled up here you know, this headline says that Fire Chief was denied access to Astro World twice before the event. You know, so why was the Fire Chief not allowed in? I don't know. Um, uh, and, and another update, as of November 15th, um, a nine-year-old that was trampled died from his injuries. So uh, that's the youngest person to have passed away, you know, a nine-year-old. And that's the thing. There were kids at this thing, you know. Um, and if you're a parent bringing your kid to fucking Astroworld, what what are you doing, first of all? The fuck are you doing doing that? And then, But second of all, we also have to remember that, you know, Travis Scott... You know, this is the same guy that has been marketed through McDonald's, you know, <laughs> uh, Fortnite. Um, you know, the kids know who Travis Scott is because they've been kind of marketed to him um, or he's been marketed to them um, through, you know, things like the McDonald's promotion and Fortnite, um, which... You know, I don't play Fortnite. I do like video games, but I'm not really into the whole Fortnite thing. Um, this doesn't really seem like my sort of thing. I like single-player games. I don't really like playing with anyone multiplayer. I don't like that. Uh, I like to just do my own thing. But anyways, this isn't about my video gaming habits, okay? This is about the tragedy. So let's continue. Um, another article I saw... Um, the Travis Scott's Astro World album has kind of it's been climbing the charts after this tragedy. So, you know, it's kind of crazy something so tragic like this happens, and then Travis Scott is just kind of uh, I mean, he's being sued, right? And I think he's being sued for quite a bit of money. I think I saw some numbers that were like, you know, seven hundred million or something like that. I don't I don't know how accurate that number is, but something along those lines, or 70 million, something like that, um, but, you know, he's, he's, his album is doing well, apparently, which, you know, go figure, right, uh, bad press, is this good press, I don't know that saying, um, you, you know what I'm talking about, now, there's been people in the hospital, you know, that are kind of brain dead that I've read, um, which is just crazy. Um, and 
25 minutes, this is on TMZ, 25 minutes after the event started, it was considered a mass casualty event. And that was wild. Travis Scott was on the stage performing, okay? So, you know, apparently cops didn't know um, because there's there's pictures of cops taking photos and videos with or, you know, while Travis is performing, and then there's, you know, an ambulance in the fucking crowd, and people are dying in the crowd, like, there's a lot of weird things about, um, the whole thing, and now I've, I have heard, and I've seen where people have been talking about how this was, um, you know, some sort of satanic ritual, blood sacrifice and you know there's a lot of christian fear-mongering surrounding this idea i i feel and let me just say i am not a christian okay i i'm just i'm not i'm not a christian um i do consider myself to be spiritual and i do believe in like a higher power or whatever but i do not abide or subscribe to any one religion or Christianity for that matter. So nothing that I'm talking about on this is going to be coming from a place of Christian bias. Um, A lot of people who talk about this sort of thing seem to have that Christian bias, but not me, right? Um, I just, you know, that's another uh, subject for another time. You know, religion, I could sit here and talk about religion for, you know, hours as well. Could argue about that for quite a bit, but we're not going to do that either. Um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and start to get into some of the weirdness. Um, Now, I mentioned that I was kind of into the things surrounding the occult, and um, I'll get into that a little deeper, but first, um, let's check out Travis Scott's Instagram. Um, Now, I'm going to post some pictures on my Instagram um, just so that you can have a little more context if you want, uh, you can go check it out at Plain Sight Podcast, and, you know, on Instagram. Um, but the first photo I want to talk about is a poster. It's some marketing material for this Astro World, and let me describe it. It's got a black background. It's a black poster, and there are stars at the top and stars at the bottom. Um, it says Travis Scott. It has a bunch of performers' names on it. Um, so Chief Keef, Bad Bunny, um, Twenty One Savage, <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire, which I think is funny. Um, all those artists too. Um, I could probably, you know, make a podcast about because they're kind of in this same realm of um they have a lot of similar similar symbolism going on and concepts within their music videos and stuff but um again that's another thing for another time um and then you know a lot of rappers on here roddy rich Lil baby uh Sheck west i don't listen to any of these people i do like hip-hop i am familiar with travis scott and um you know, some of it, his music isn't just really, it's just not really my type of music. Um, 
but I am familiar with him and his discography a little bit. Now, on this poster, there is a mountain in the middle of it. And the mountain is interesting because... Um, for me personally, in regards to the occult, when I see the mountain, I think of the Holy Mountain, which is a film that was directed by Alejandro Hordahowski in 1973. And basically the film is about, I mean, just to put it in simple terms, it's about, you know, alchemical transformation. And it has to do very much with the occult and mystical um mystical magical occult concepts so already we have something here on the poster that's worth uh worth mentioning the mountain um and the mountain is a bit of a symbol you know a mountain can symbolize a lot of things but we're kind of going to view these things um through the alchemical viewpoint that this um, is trying to tell us something more about the transformation of the human soul. Now, in the middle of this mountain, there are these kind of circles, and it makes uh, it appear that there's like a cave in the mountain or a portal, um, but more more like a cave. Um, I get cave vibes now. What's significant about the cave? Um, the cave is also um, also can be seen as an alchemical symbol. Um, there's a lot of movies that I could reference that you, where you see this concept, but um, you know, Alice in Wonderland, for example, she doesn't go in a cave, but she does go underground, and she comes out of it a changed person with a changed perception of reality. And the concept of the cave is um, one that um, Carl Jung has also written about. You don't know who Carl Jung is. He was a psychologist who kind of mixed spirituality, religion, and he uh, he was really probably onto something, I think, um, in terms of just his teachings, and we'll be talking about him a lot on the show too, which is why I mention him, because he's a character, he's a figure that um, just constantly comes up in this sort of discussion and this sort of thing. But yeah, so we have the cave and we have the portal or the mountain. This is very um, alchemical in nature. Now above the portal or on the cave there's two hands and these two hands have eyes in the middle of them now the eye symbolism i'm pretty sure everyone i mean anyone who's into conspiracies or illuminati shit i mean you know the eye um we've all seen that symbolism of the eye and um you know i me personally when i see that i definitely think there's something to it I mean, just look at the back of the dollar bill, for example. I mean, it's on our money, okay? So there is some sort of significance to the eye symbolism. Now, speaking of the portal, 
the cave, the alchemical transformation. On the right-hand side of this poster, it says, See you on the other side. And then on the left side of the poster, it says, Open your eyes to a whole new universe. Now, above one of the hands, we see these figures, these people, going through what looks like a doorway. And Travis Scott was also wearing a shirt with this image at the performance, but basically these people are blue, and they're going in the door, and they come out red with little devil horns on their head. So... You know, they go in blue and light, and then they come out red and dark, um, which symbolizes some sort of transformation, right? I mean, you're going in to world to... I mean, you could interpret that image in a lot of ways. I mean, I guess I kind of interpret it, you know. You're going into world to become like a little devil right you're going there to rage you're going there to go crazy and have a crazy time with travis scott right so um it's it's a bit of i think a powerful image um considering all the imagery that we have going on and this is just on one poster okay there's a lot more that i'm going to be talking about here but um Let's move on to the next interesting post. Um, I'm looking at his Instagram right now. He has a picture on here with a, an eye again, and he's like pointing up at it. That's kind of an earlier post, but okay, here's the next one that I want to talk about. Um, this is also promotional material for Astro World. It is a picture of a tabloid, or it looks like a tabloid. And this tabloid on this picture is called Weekly World Truth. Um, and it's a spoof, basically, of a tabloid, a real tabloid, that involved this kid called Bat Boy. He wasn't real, but this image has been circulated around a lot, especially in grocery stores. I think I remember seeing this image as a kid, to be honest. But Travis Scott has just applied it to himself here on this picture. Um, and right above him it says, Who knows what lies beneath the surface? And, you know, it's just Travis Scott looking demonic. I mean, are they implying that? And again, I'm not a Christian, okay? But um, that doesn't mean that I don't um, believe in dark, evil, demonic energy, right? I mean, I think there's something to that. Um so, you know, it's just dark. And the headline of this whole tabloid in this post, it says, The true dystopia is here. When the end arrives, it's really the beginning, which is a very eerie statement. It's just very eerie and dark, especially considering what happened and how it went down and how dystopic the whole tragedy appeared and looked. I mean, there were people literally dancing on top of, you know, the ambulances and medical carts while people, while medics were doing CPR and trying to save people. And, you know, people were just dead all over, you know, people were unconscious. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people, people were walking over bodies. I mean, 
the footage looks very dystopic and here he was marketing about it being dystopic you know before it even happened so creepy it's just creepy it's kind of creepy to me um now another kind of odd thing is i think the day before astroworld he released a song called escape plan and um you know <laughs> i hear escape plan and i just think of all those people that were trapped and couldn't escape you know because that's what all these people were trying to do they were trying to escape when the crowd crush started you know there's a lot of people um that have talked about what happened and people were um really trying to trying to get out and they couldn't because of the barricades because they were just squished by everybody they could not escape and the fact that he released a song the day before called escape plan um i'm not gonna say that you know it's connected but it's ugh, i don't know man it's it's a little chilling it's a little chilling to me and um it doesn't have to be to everyone. I get that. And I don't, I'm not crazy about all the sensationalist Christian bullshit that's going on around this thing. You know, people blaming the whole thing on Satan and the devil. And, you know, I think that's inappropriate. But there is definitely some dark energy surrounding the whole thing. And that's what we need to be focused on. It's just the dark energy. And, you know why is it so dark um now they even he even um there's another picture here the cut it says cover of your local paper and on the houston chronicle where they held the festival in houston they put that picture the true dystopia is here on the cover of the paper so you know, like, this was posted hours before all these people were just fucking crushed to death, you know, at his concert, the concert, while he continued to play, and that's another thing, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about how the show just went on, the show went on while people were dying, people were in the crowd screaming and dying, people were chanting to stop the show, um, there were people climbing on the cameras, on the camera podiums, trying to tell people to stop. People even came out on the stage um, and appeared to try to talk to Travis about what was going on. And he just basically shooed them off and told everyone to put their middle fingers in the air and to make the ground shake. So he just didn't seem to care if he knew and... His lawyer came out and said that he didn't even know what had gone down until the next day. So he didn't even know that night. Because another article I read that he and Drake went to a party after the show. And they were partying. And Travis Scott didn't even know what happened until the next day. What? Uh, th that doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I wasn't there. I don't know Travis Scott. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird, okay? 
Um, now, this last little post I want to talk about, um, it's just another poster, marketing material. It says, Travis Scott, live at the mountain. Um, an Apple Music live streaming event. Of course, this was sponsored by Apple. Apple is huge or massive. Um, and this poster is very dark. Um, it's mostly all black. There's a bunch of eyes, more eye symbolism. There's some rings on this kind of... Um, it looks like Earth, but it looks like a very dystopic, fractured Earth. And there's these rings that look kind of kind of Saturnian in nature. They kind of remind me of Saturn. And um, if you don't know about Saturn, <laughs> that's another episode I'll be doing um, at some point in time, hopefully pretty soon. Um, because there's a lot to talk about um, in concerns to Saturn. Now... That's Travis Scott's Instagram. Um, all right, now this next thing I want to talk about is um, it's 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 iffy. It's a little out there, but um, you know, while I'm not going to go so far as to call the whole thing like a blood ritual or a blood sacrifice or anything like that. I am going to mention something, and it's supposed to kind of go in tandem to the marketing material and this idea of transformation, alchemical transformation to be more specific. Um, and what I mean by that is just changing the human spirit, changing the soul, um, changing consciousness in a way um, now, there are videos of survivors, people that were there, who described the experience as hellish. They ex described it as feeling like they were in hell, you know, with the music and the fire and the people just suffocating all around each other and not being able to breathe, that it was a very scary, very almost like a near-death experience, right? Um, a lot of people, I saw the, or I saw this clip of this one girl, um, I'll play it right here, but she was, you know, in tears talking about how she literally thought that she was going to die and that she just kind of um, accepted it as, as it was happening and as she was being trampled, basically. Because I was literally being, I felt like I was drowning. I, these people were literally jumping over me. <sighs> um, Ricky told me that I finally got, there was a dude next to him that was like a pretty big dude. And he told him, please help us. Like, my fiance, she can't breathe. She just fainted. Please help us. Like, please. And I remember I looked up, like, I was looking up at the sky. And I was just like, you know what? If this is it this is it like this is where it's it's gonna happen like i'm gonna have to come to peace with it and this guy just comes and grabs me from my shirt and he's just dragging my unconscious body all over these people what makes that important is this idea this is this is an idea that i've known about for a while and basically it has to do with mystery religions and Egyptian mystery religions. To be more specific, um, the Osirian temples and death cults 
um, of Isis and so on. Um, now I'm going to read this. This is um, from the Department of Psychology at the University of Connecticut. Is written by Kenneth Ring. Um, now let me read this for you. Um, the Osirian Temple rites of ancient Egypt may have involved ceremonial procedures deliberately calculated to induce an experience that was functionally identical to modern near-death experiences. In that way, initiates into those mysteries were enabled to discern for themselves the fundamental teaching of many of the wisdom schools of antiquity that there is no death, and which also represents the almost universal conviction of today's NDEers. In addition to exploring apparent parallels between these Osirian initiations and near-death experiences, Certain important and possibly critical differences are also discussed. So, basically, what they would do in these um, these temple rites and these ceremonies, they would, uh, you know, they might bury someone alive for three days and make them think that they're going to die. Um, you you come close to death, and the idea is that the closer you come to dying, the closer you come to having a near-death experience, that it broadens your sense of awareness and consciousness and appreciation for life. Now, I'm not saying that um, this Astro World Festival was that in any way, shape, or form. It was a tragedy. These people were traumatized. These people have been traumatized, okay? I'm not um, I don't want to diminish the trauma that those these people have been through, um, especially the ones that lost somebody. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, having a family member get killed there, and it's just horrible. So, um, but it is interesting that in the marketing material of Astro World, we see this kind of idea of. Um, just different worlds coming into another world. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe, right? This is a hard thing to talk about because there's so many different elements to it. And I don't want to trivialize it, you know? I don't want to sensationalize it too much. And, you know, I, I, I don't think that it's a good thing to, like, spread crazy conspiracy theories about this sort of thing. Um, however, I do think that there are like kind of weird, strange, dark things surrounding it that are worth mentioning um, that we've um, talked about a little bit. Now, that's about all that I've got for you guys. Um, I, I, Like I said, I don't want to trivialize this or sensationalize too much. I just wanted to come on here and make a quick thing kind of to just talk about it um, I think it's a good job jumping off point for the podcast to go on. I'll definitely be talking about something lighter on the next show. Um, I think we'll be discussing UFOs and aliens, something a little more lighthearted than something as dark as this. Um, but I hope you guys uh, stay tuned, continue to listen. Check me out at Plainsight Podcast. And thanks.